0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Sienna, and you're listening to Learning to Love Life. It's Saturday, April 22nd. I know it's been a while. It's actually been almost, I think, over a month since I've recorded, and I do very much apologize for the delay. The reason why I did take so long to upload this was because I had planned a previous episode that was supposed to be uploaded on April 3rd, but due to some family health complications, I was not able to upload that episode. But that episode is coming soon, so keep keep tuned to see this new episode. I'm very excited about this episode. It's my first episode with a guest on the show, so super excited to record that. As soon as those issues are resolved, that episode will hopefully be published. So yeah. Uh, in terms of updates, it has been a while, so I do have some stuff to tell you guys. As you know, I've been studying for my SAT for a while, and I took my SAT on April... 12th or 13th, I don't exactly remember. And I took it at my school, it was an online test, which was kind of weird because I had previously taken my PSAT and that had been on paper, and this time it was on the laptop. So, I don't know, I think there were a few advantages to it being online, but I also think the new format was it was kind of difficult because I'd been studying for it in the regular format. Um, not anything too crazy, of like a formatting change, but just something to get used to. The thing I did like was that there was like a timer in the upper right hand corner. So you were able to pace yourself and that was nice. It also highlighted certain things for you. So there were some things that I liked, but overall we can't really know what's going to happen until I get my scores back, which I don't think I'm going to get back until May, which was another disappointing factor for me because I just assumed since it would online, I would get my test scores automatically, but I didn't. So, yeah. Now I wait. Some other things that have happened are I bought my prom dress. I feel like I already told you guys that, but maybe I haven't. I actually got it from Forever 21. It was $34 and it is a teal dress. It's not too long. All the dresses I all the other dresses I tried on were super long. They went past my feet. I felt like I was tripping in them, so I decided to settle for pretty much like a midi dress, but on me it looks longer. My heels came in the mail today, so I'm going to go to the post office and get them. Some other things that came into the post office that I'm really excited to share with you guys are, let me see, a few of my most recent Amazon purchases that I thought were 10 out of 10. So I'm going to share with you guys what they are. I'm clicking into my Amazon account right now, so sorry if that takes a second. I'm gonna actually go to my email because I don't think it was in my account. But for a while, I had not really been wanting to buy clothing from Amazon. I don't know why. I just like I didn't know if it would, you know, be how I wanted it to look or if it would look the same in person as it did on the website. But I bought two shirts from Amazon that I absolutely love, and. Like I said, I'm not really like a huge clothing buying person right now, but these are two tops that I'm definitely going to wear. I think they're super cute summer and spring shirts. So the first one, it's a tank top and it has it's pink, it has a kind of like a square neck and a really cute like ruche in the front. And it is called the Women's Sleeveless Slim Top Tank Top. Pleated Sweetheart Neck, Strappy Slits, Crop Topped. cropped vest cami so that's a super long name so i'll just put the link in the um show notes but in addition to that top i also got another top this one is a really cute white blouse and it is called let's see how long this name is women's ruffle short sleeve tie up back crop top off shoulder blouse so (laughs) i'll also put that in the show notes but i really like them so if you guys are looking for some new tops i'm gonna put those in the show notes below like i already said but yeah, that's kind of just what's been happening. Um, as you guys know, if you're a high schooler, school is coming to an end, which is super exciting, but also it, is, it feels like it's taking forever. Like it feels like it's dragging on. Um, Yeah, I'm really ready to be done. But at the same time, I don't really know if I'm ready to be a senior. So it's just kind of a lot to think about. So I've kind of just not been thinking about it. I've pretty much just been trying to kind of just forge on and just try to finish this year out strong and not really, sorry, get too caught up with what's going on in the future. I just kind of want to figure that out as I get there. Like, I've been taking the steps that I need to, to prepare myself, but I really need to just finish one thing at a time. Finish this, you know, finish this quarter, have a fun summer, and then kind of deal with the responsibilities that come so from there. Not saying that I'm not going to work on anything during the summer. I'm probably going to do some college stuff, you know, but I really just want to enjoy this summer because it's one of my last summers. So yeah, that's pretty much what's been going on in my life. Uh, in addition to a disgustingly messy room and a messy car. So my life's a little messy right now. And I saw my tarot card deck on my table today. So I think I'm going to pull a tarot card for us really quickly before I get into the episode. And I saw—I apologize for the long intro. I just haven't talked to you guys in so long. So I'm going to pull a tarot card and then I'm going to look it up because I don't know my tarot cards that well. But I just kind of feel like I'm supposed to pull a tarot card today, if that makes sense. So I'm going to find the card that feels right. Okay, I'm going to go with this one. Okay. Right. Hmm. I pulled Nine of Wands, and it's up-facing, so pretty much, if you don't know anything about tarot, you can pull the cards up-facing or down-facing, and they each have different meanings, so let's see what up-facing Nine of Wands means. I just kind of feel like I need to pull a card because I'm feeling a little bit chaotic, like I'm out of control right now. Not... That i'm like anxious or anything or stressed just feeling a little bit like kind of crazy, like a little out of control lately it's been a blur of things happening because everything's just been happening so fast <laughs> looking for this meaning okay here we go found it sorry guys i should probably kind of want to try to learn tarot but it's just it seems so hard but maybe i will maybe just not right now i don't have time right now but it means resilience, courage, persistence, test of faith, and boundaries. So I don't know about you guys, but that sounds like a very relevant card for the time of my life that I'm in, like literally just trying to get through the end of this quarter and really finish out strong. So yeah, this is a card for all of us to keep pushing forward and be resilient. So yeah. For this episode, I have a few things that I want to talk about, mostly just things that have come up in my life lately. One of the things was that Me and my mom were fighting really bad, like really bad. I don't know if you ever fight with your mom, but I kind of fight with my mom a lot. Not like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, we'll have really good weeks or even months. And then like, all of a sudden we'll just hit like a random patch of like fighting like for a week straight. And I hate fighting. But my thing is that I think it just, in a way, you kind of fall into a routine of fighting on both sides like if you're the mom or the parent or the children or just anything this can even happen with friends i think i think if you just get used to fighting with someone it kind of just becomes a constant in the relationship if you don't make an effort to change it i think sometimes me and my mom just like fall into a habit of just like fighting with each other for not even really big reasons that's mostly what i realize is that like me and my mom honestly fight for like little reasons and then it turns into like a huge thing. So to work on that with my mom, we've just been kind of trying to, well, what I've been doing is sometimes my mom starts talking to me or like fighting with me and then she keeps repeating the same point over and over again. And it gets really frustrating to me because I've already heard what she has to say, but she keeps repeating it. So then I just get annoyed and I can't really respect her point anymore because I feel like it's been so persistent and like annoying. So one thing I've been doing is just trying to say like, I understand your point, but I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want to take a few minutes or a few days and then talk about it again when we're both feeling a little more calm because once my mom starts repeating her point in the argument, I just get annoyed and then I say things that I don't really mean. That's another thing that happens a lot when I fight with my mom is like I end up saying things that are pretty hurtful, but I don't actually mean them. I think it just like, like I said, it becomes a habit to say mean things and they kind of lose their meaning, which I also think is really bad. I don't think it's ever really a good thing or the right thing to insult someone Uh, I think if you can just keep it strictly to the argument, that's the best and not pull out anything else about the person, just about maybe the person's actions, not actually the person themselves, because then you just hurt the person's feelings, even if you don't mean to. And if you keep doing that over time, they're just going to feel bad about themselves and then feel like kind of like you made them feel that way in a way. I don't know how to describe that, but... Really, in fights, don't try to ever insult someone fast what you're arguing about. If you think that they did something wrong, that's okay to point that out and talk about that. But while you're doing that, you shouldn't you know, just randomly insult them or say something mean because that's just kind of irrelevant to the argument and it just makes the other person even more defensive than they already were because now you're insulting them and making them feel bad about themselves. So, yeah. So, I've been trying really hard to not do that, and my mom's been trying. And we're in a really good week right now, so, you know, not too much to say about that, but, you know, fighting is a two way street. And so, yeah, but I like to just try to talk about it with my mom. And then if it's getting, like, too intense, I just like to step away. It's never a bad idea to just step away from the conflict and, like, take a little time to you know, chill out. And kind of segueing from that is what I wanted to also talk about is like fighting with your friends. And for me, I really try not to do this. And I don't really do it a ton. But I did notice that I started to fall into a habit of fighting with one of my friends. And the reason was, I honestly don't really know. My reason wasn't really justified. I think sometimes if you don't really, you know, listen to yourself, you kind of can start fights for irrational reasons. I don't know if that makes sense, but pretty much what I'm trying to say is you don't really have a reason to be mad at them, but you're going to take your emotions out on them anyway. It's not their fault that you're feeling the way you are, but you don't know what else to do besides, you know, fight with them. So, you know, sometimes I just feel kind of insecure about myself or about, like, do my friends actually like me? And then maybe if, you know, say one of my friends doesn't want to hang out that day for, you know, I don't know why, maybe they can't or their mom doesn't want them to or they're doing something else. Instead of me thinking, like, oh, that's okay, we'll hang out next time. Maybe I'll just get really mad and be like, okay, whatever. Like, you don't want to be my friend or, like, hang out, whatever. Like, that's fine. Like... And be really passive-aggressive. And then my friend doesn't really know how to react because they didn't necessarily do anything wrong. All they said was that they can't hang out today. But I interpret it as, oh, they don't like me. They don't want to be my friend. And then that, coupled with like me already being insecure, just leads me to being really angry at them. But it's not even their fault. And so I feel that if you don't, Really keep that in check, it can really become toxic really quickly. And, you know, I get that it happens once in a while. Like I said, this isn't something I do a lot, but I noticed I was doing it with one of my friends more frequently than I had. And so I had to kind of just be like, okay, I need to get my stuff in check and really need to think before you text or think before you talk to someone because. Don't just speak irrationally just because you're feeling emotional. I get that it happens, but really try to just be like, it's not their fault, so I need to just kind of calm down. Like I said again, it's good to just take a moment to calm down and really think, why am I mad? Why am I reacting to this person? And what could that actually mean? Or what's the actual reason behind my anger or my sadness or anything like that? And so I've really been just trying to think through my emotions before just lashing out at people. And if I do, I just will apologize. And I think that's really good. You could just say, don't say it in a snarky way. Don't be like, okay, well, I'm sorry. Just be like, hey, I'm sorry I was acting like that. It's not about you. Uh, I've been feeling really emotional. And again, that's not an excuse, but it's always good to apologize to someone for, you know, treating them bad for no reason. So you could just be like, hey, I'm sorry. And I think most of the time people will really appreciate it if you just apologize to them instead of, you know, just continuing to be, you know, weird or mean or passive aggressive the whole day. I think another thing that can happen is. That I've noticed with myself, sorry, I have allergies, by the way. Another thing that I've noticed with myself is that sometimes I'll get mad over a little thing and then kind of subconsciously make the decision to stay mad and to make the other person feel bad or, you know, whatever. So if maybe someone said like a little comment, honestly, it wasn't that big of a deal. Maybe depending on how I feel that day, I'm going to take it really personally and then, you know, be upset for a while. When really, and most of the time when people would do that and they notice that you're a little upset, they'll be like, hey, I'm sorry. And so instead of saying, but oh, whatever, and carrying it on, just be like, no, it's cool. Like, sorry I reacted that way or, you know, whatever. Don't carry that anger throughout the day because then it just places a a weird vibe around the whole friendship. Or not the whole friendship, but it places a weird vibe on the mood and the day. and I feel like maybe even when once you start being negative, it's really easy to keep being negative. So once you notice yourself just start slipping into that pattern, just be like, hey, they apologized, I'm gonna drop it. Let's have a good rest of the day. So those are some things that I've been working on personally, is just really thinking, like, was it my friend or was it something else? And that's the way I'm reacting. So I've just been trying to really analyze how I feel when people say things and why I feel that way because most of the time for me it's not really the person or what they said but it's how it made me feel and how it touched on a insecurity that i already have because most of the time um you know like if you do believe you have good friends they're not trying to say things that are going to deliberately hurt you they might accidentally say something that makes you upset and they'll apologize and that's when you can just kind of let it go instead of continuing to be in a bad mood and have a bad day. So that's another thing that I've really been working on. Another thing that happened to me recently was my card got declined, which, um, that was kind of wacky. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I work on the weekends. I love having a job. I think it's a great idea for, you know, honestly, every teenager who has a car to get a job. I- Honestly, I have a lot of hard classes I do, I do a lot of extracurriculars, and I still make time for my job. So, and for me, it's a good, I'm very happy I have a job. It's a great opportunity to just get used to working. It's such a nice feeling to have your own money and to not have to rely on your parents or others to, you know, get you a, a food if you want or to grab a coffee when you want to. It's really nice to have that, um, I don't know, that independence, like a bit of financial independence. You know, I know that like my parents support me in a lot, but it's really nice to just have, you know, my own say in what I buy. It feels nice. So I totally recommend getting a job, but my car did get declined yesterday while I was getting gas in the middle of the night. I mean, not the middle of the night. It was nine o'clock at night and I had just got back from a tennis tournament And I didn't have any gas. So I went to the gas station and then I went inside because the outside pump wasn't working to insert your card. That is such an annoying thing when you're having a bad day and you can't insert your card and you have to go inside the gas station. So I had to do that and the transaction failed. So then I called my mom and there was zero dollars in my account somehow. And then I had somehow overdrew like a hundred dollars which I didn't even know you could do that on a debit card. So that was a lesson learned. But pretty much the moral of that story is that it's really nice to have your own money, but you got to kind of know how much you're spending. I don't even have access to my... This is super dysfunctional. I don't even have access to my bank account to see how much money I have because I never downloaded the app. So I constantly have to ask my mom how much money I have in my bank account, which is pretty embarrassing and really annoying. So this is a lesson to me to download the app and to kind of just monitor how much money you're spending. Another thing is that I really like buying things for other people, but sometimes you can't always buy things for other people. Like It's hard to explain because one of my favorite things about money is that I can buy things for other people and that I can share my money with other people. But my mom kind of reality checked me yesterday and said that it's nice to spend money on others, but you it's not something you should always do, you know? I mean, like obviously like buying your friend a coffee here or there or whatever. But if you're spending like upwards to like fifty dollars on things for like the group, you know, you it just it's not the best financial thing which is what I'm realizing is that I really am very loose with my money. I spend a lot of money, which again, like it is my money, but I do need to learn that I can't always spend money or I can't always buy everyone coffee. So it's just something that I'm learning as I'm getting a little older. Another thing that I'm learning is that I can't just like save my money in a piggy bank that I have to like put it into my checking account, which for some reason I don't know if any of you guys relate to this, but like putting money in my checking account like makes me feel like I'm gonna spend it all. That probably makes no sense, but it's like a huge thing for me. And like I really don't want to put my money in my checking account, but my mom's gonna make me now that I have zero dollars in my account, so yeah. <laughs> but that's pretty much what's been going on in my life. And yeah. Let me think of anything else that's coming up. Hmm. I mean, like I said, prom is coming up. I did get my prom dress, and I'm excited. I was really not excited for prom for a second there, and I don't really know why. Uh, I'm very excited to go dancing with my friends. I don't have a date for prom, which is totally cool with me. I'm just going with my friends. And for anyone else that's out there that doesn't have a date for prom, don't worry. Uh, I always have more fun more fun when I just go with my friends. So, you know, it's no big deal to not have a special date for prom. But yeah, I hope you guys all have a great rest of your weekend. I love you and I'll see you soon. Bye.